the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. The Word of God provides everything we need throughout our earthly existence. There is absolutely nothing that has, is, or will occur in our lives that is not covered by the blood of Jesus. Our sovereign God loves us so much that he created us in his own image and sacrificed his only begotten sinless son to cover all of our sins. When we surrender our all to him, we begin to experience the greatest love of all and become recipients of eternal life. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. John, the Gospel of John. You turn to John, the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 5. And we'll go from there. Father, we thank you for your goodness and thank you that we can hasten to your throne. And we just love you. And uh, we thank you for your goodness and your benefits. We help me to preach now your word in a way that will bless your name, encourage, edify, rebuke, save, do whatever you wanted to do. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's children said, I want to preach on this morning, the danger of a runaway tongue, the danger of a runaway tongue. God pressed this on my heart this week and we kind of, it was our focus of prayer meeting and we had just a marvelous time for those who you were in prayer meeting dealing with the issue of the tongue, and it's still in my spirit. And I thought what was good for prayer meeting, it's good for the church. Amen? If it's born out of prayer, you know it's a good thing. The danger of a runaway tongue. My friend, when is the last time you thanked the Lord for a healthy tongue that functions properly? This time. You thank the Lord for a healthy tongue that functions properly. The tongue is a vital organ. It is used to assist with the ingestion of food, the perception of taste and smell, and the articulation of speech sounds. God created the tongue for his praise and his glory to encourage and to edify those who will cross our paths. But seldom is the tongue used for the purpose for which it was designed. Many Christians who say they love the Lord grieve him with an out-of-control tongue. Many relationships have been damaged beyond repair because of an out-of-control tongue. Lives have been ruined, dreams shattered, hope turned to despair, 
children and spouses alike suffering from verbal abuse. Jobs have been lost because of the tongue. Good jobs. Homes broken because of the tongue. Finances destroyed because of the tongue. We often hear of fires that have started with a simple flame. And within a matter of time, thousands upon thousands of acres of God's beautiful forestry have been destroyed from a small flicker of flame. And beloved, with a small flick of the tongue, we too can damage or even destroy people who are made in the very image of Jehovah God. So the question comes to mind, how do we corral a runaway tongue? You want to really write these principles down because all of us have issues with our tongue. How many of you had problems with your tongue? How many of your tongue ever got you in trouble? How many had thought you that you wish you could get back? Every hand go up because, and, and, and rightfully so. Number one, how can we corral a runaway tongue? You got to first of all realize apart from Christ, you can do nothing. Now, if you're not in Christ, you need to accept Christ who can control your tongue. Therefore, we must first be in Christ. And once we're in Christ, we need to surrender our hearts and our minds to his lordship. Once we're in Christ, we need to surrender our hearts and our minds to his lordship. In other words, the Lord wants control of your body, and that means our tongue also. Uh, James 3.8, turn to James 3.8. James chapter 3, verse 8 is another scripture that lets you know that you can't handle your tongue by your little bitty self. James chapter 3, verse 8 says, But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. So if you, if you think you can tame it, then you're going against what Scripture says. The Scripture says what? No man, no one can what? Tame the tongue. No one. Look at James 1.26. Y'all hanging with me? James 1.26 says, if you claim to be religious, but don't control your tongue, you are just fooling yourself. I like the New Living Translation there. You are just fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. In other words, God doesn't care about how much you shout, how well you can sing a solo, and how loud you can say amen. If your tongue is out of control, your religion is worthless. As a matter of fact, let me just say it like this. You ain't got none. <laughs> How do we control an out-of-control tongue? Number two, ask the Lord to set a guard over your mouth. Ask God to muzzle it. To muzzle, to set a guard over your mouth. Turn to Psalms 141.3. Psalms 141.3. 
Ask the Lord to set a guard over your mouth. Psalms 141.3 says, set a guard over, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the doors of my lips. Amen. And the Lord has to keep your tongue. Isn't it amazing how that tongue is behind a set of a upper and lower set of teeth, upper and lower lips, and it can get beyond all of that and still do a world of damage. You know, a, a bulldog or a pit bull or a rock waller doesn't wear a muzzle over his mouth for decoration. <laughs> you know that if his mouth is muzzled, it ain't for cuteness. It means that that dog will eat you alive. And you know what? If the Lord does not muzzle our mouths, wife, you're in for a hard time with your husband, and husband, you're in a hard time with your wife. Children are going to be destroyed verbally by parents, and parents are going to be to wit's end because of the mouth of a child. So just it, it, it breaks down the whole family unit. And for this, we need to be very, very careful. Number three, how do we corral a runaway tongue? When you have nothing to say, say nothing. When you have nothing to say, say what? In other words, what are you saying? Worthless, pointless, aimless, idle talk is a tremendous opportunity for Satan. Worthless, pointless, aimless, idle talk is a tremendous opportunity for Satan. Let me show you what I'm talking about. Y'all hanging with me? First uh, Timothy chapter 5, verse 13. And I want you to really turn to each one of these scriptures. If someone next to you don't have a Bible, share your Bible. Because you need to see what the Word of God has to say. Because we have let, allowed our mouths to go too far. First uh, Timothy chapter 5, verse 13, and look what it says there. Are y'all there? First Timothy 5, 13. I want you to see that with your own eyes. It says, and besides, they learn to be what? Idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but also gossips and busybodies saying things which they ought not. Amen. Y- y'all see that? Underlined it. Bracket that verse. Look at Matthew 12, 36 and 37. Matthew 12, 36 and 37, as the Lord speaks to our hearts. Matthew chapter 12, verses 36 and 37. Look what it says there, beloved. It says, but I say to you, that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. Did y'all get that? Some of y'all may have just gotten there. Um, Matthew 12, 36 through 37. But I say to you that for what? Not some, but how, how many? Every idle word men may speak, they will give an account of it in the day of judgment. Verse 37, for by your words, you will be justified and by your words, you will be condemned. Now, you know, that's awesome to be able to stand before God one day 
and give an account for every word. That's why if you're saying something or if you said something you shouldn't have said, you need to hurry up, confess it, put it on the blood, and get rid of it. Amen? Because if you don't, you're going to answer to God for words that were not to be spoken. How do we corral the tongue? Number four, just keep your mouth shut. Amen. You'll be surprised. The spirit of quietness can be quite a blessing. Just keeping your mouth shut. You say, give me a scripture. Glad you said that. Proverbs 21, 23. Proverbs 21, 23. Proverbs 21, 23. It says, if you keep your mouth shut, you will stay out of trouble. That's what it says. You know, I sure want to add something to it. I want to say big mouth. (laughs) If we keep our big mouth shut, we will stay out of trouble. Do you realize you can talk yourself into trouble? You talk yourself, you ever talk yourself into trouble with your wife or with your husband on your job? Just talking, just talking. That's why I believe when I when preachers come to the pulpit, they ought to they ought to be preachers of little words because sometimes you stand in the pulpit and just ramble. You talk yourself into trouble. You release stuff you ought not be released. You can pray yourself in trouble. You know, some folks stand up and pray and issue out all kinds of information in the name of prayer. You can pray yourself in trouble. Prayer can give a whole lot of information. You got more information than you did prayer. (laughs) Someone told me in this past prayer meeting, listen, if y'all missing prayer, I mean, it was packed in there last Wednesday. It was incredible. Y'all missing prayer meeting, y'all missing it big time. Uh, we had some prayer meeting. Prayer meeting, someone told me in prayer meeting, we were dealing with this area, this past prayer meeting, this past Wednesday, that we all need to tune in to KYMS. We all need to tune in to KYMS. Keep your mouth shut. K-Y-M-S. That's a good station, isn't it? <laughs> we did dialing that. And that needs to be F-M and A-M in our lives. <laughs> How do we corral the tongue? Number five. Stay home and mind your own business. Amen. Some of y'all move around. Every, every time. Every, you, you always got to go to somebody else's house. You got every social. It's good to host, but you can overhost. Amen. Every Sunday, you at somebody's house. It's, and I'm not saying you can't have help. I love it. I enjoy it, and it ought to be done. There ought to be fellowship. But you ought not live to fellowship. Amen. Because it's in social gathering many times that things said, are said that they ought not be said. So stay home sometime and guard your own business. In other words, guard when you're in groups and peoples and settings and other folks' homes. You need to guard your conversations when you're eating in another person's home. You need to guard the content of your emails. Some of y'all are over-emailing and it contains content that ought not be. 
Y'all there? Okay, I just want to make sure y'all still there. Email. Telephones, guard your conversation. Cell phones, guard your conversation. Refuse to spend airtime on godless chatter. Amen. You know, that's money. Gone up in smoke on chatter. Godless. And I'm going to tell you something else too. Help me, Holy Ghost. Guard your prayer chain. For they can become gossip chains under the guise of spirituality. Did you get that? I got to call my sisters. I got to call my brother. I got to go on my chair. We got to get a line through on this. And it's connecting all right, but it ain't connecting in a spiritual way under the guise of spirituality in the name of prayer. And it becomes a gossip line. Guard against it. And be very, very, I'm not saying, you say you say you can't have a prayer chain? No, I didn't say that. I say just keep the prayer chain spiritual. There is a difference in it. Amen? Look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 11 and 14. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 11 and 14. Look what it says. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 11 and 14. It says, yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work and wasting time meddling in other people's business. It's in the book. Y'all, y'all need to underline these books. Write in, if it's, not, if it's not your Bible, don't write in it. But if it's your own Bible, write in your Bible. It says, we hear that some of you, Paul is saying to the church at Thessalonica, Paul, this is letter to the church at Thessalonica, that some of you are living idle lives. That's why y'all, God made us to be productive. When you're sitting around, hanging around, ain't productive, nothing to do, not constructive, you start getting into stuff y'all not be in. Refusing to work, early payoff, out, go back to work if you have nothing to do. Wasting time meddling in other people's business. Verse 14, look what it says. Take note of those who refuse to obey what we say in this letter. Stay away from them so they will be ashamed. Do you know what? Listen to me closely. Some of y'all are so close to folk that when folk go south and folk go bad, you got so much relationship with them that you can't stay away from them so they can be convicted about their own sin. You so close that you can't back off so that person can come to an end of themselves. You ought to not ever put your feelings and your relationship over the authority of the word of God. You ought not ever get so close to people until people cause you to compromise what the scripture has to say. Who has the authority in your life? And some of you so close, so close, and you just keep, well, that's my friend. That you, need to, you need to expose, Bible says, expose them, mock them. If they ain't living right, ain't doing right, what you keeping, what you eating at their house for? It's in the Bible. Stay away from them 
so they will be ashamed. You keep company with them. They say, well, I ain't doing nothing wrong. She's still my friend. Man, whatever. Everybody still loves me. Oh, we still talk. We still have We still buddy buddies. So they say, you know what? But everybody begin to say, hey, you know, that person said, you know what? They're not talking. They're backing off. It's me. It's getting quiet now. Am I preaching the truth? It's not popular. But you know what? If folk are folk going to deal with this your own sin, you need to get back. Because when God strikes, you're going to get struck too. I don't want nobody. I don't, I don't want nobody else's licks from the Lord. You ever been around your mama, she's whooping one, and you got too close? <laughs> Amen. And she over there hit, she struck you. Because I mean, I mean, she know you did something she don't know. <laughs> I, I ain't getting your licks. Now, allow me to focus on one of the most deadly uses of the tongue, which is, and, and there are many deadly uses of the tongue, but this is, I'm going to park on this one because it is so deadly, even the body of Christ universally at large. I want to focus now on the sin of gossip. Let's say gossip. Say it again. One more time. Thank you. For there are many of you here today, oh, you won't dare cuss. Oh, you won't gamble. You won't drink alcohol. And oh, you know you're not going to mess with pornography. And you're not going to mess with another man's wife or, or, or whatever. But you think nothing of gossip. And many of you do it so often until it becomes who you are. Gossip is deadly, gossip is dangerous, and gossip is destructive. Gossip is divisive, gossip disturbs the peace and breaks our relationship with God as well as each other. We do it, but we need to know what it is. What is gossip? Glad you asked. Gossip is groundless rumors, rumors that have no grounds. Gossip is hearsay. Gossip is whispering behind someone's back. Some of these were, by the way, uh, received from the prayer meeting last uh, Wednesday. But I've added others in the spirit since then such as gossip is snooping, snooping, spell snooping, S-N-O-O-P-I-N-G. Say snooping. We haven't said that word in a long time. What is gossip? Gossip is sticking one's nose in other people's business. Sticking one's nose. What is that to you? Uh, well, in prayer meeting, I like these. I'm a, these particularly, uh, I received in prayer meeting. Uh, gossip is sharing with others what you will not say to the person uh, about the person you're talking about. You won't say it to the person you're talking about. Amen. You're sharing with others what you won't say to the person. Amen. Gossip. Received in the prayer meeting says it's passing on information that cannot be 
validated or verified. Here's one that came after the prayer meeting. Somebody came up to my ear and said, Pastor, you know what gossip is? I said, what is it? Garbage in, garbage out. <laughs> I said, that's good. Somebody came up with one profound. I never would have thought of this one. It was just very, very strange and mystical, but uh, I thought it really made a point. Listen to this one. Gospel is good news, and gossip is the good news distorted. Why do Christians gossip? Do Christians gossip? Y'all say that low. Do Christians gossip? Do Christians gossip? Why? You don't. I'll answer it. You don't have to answer. I believe me. I got a lot of answers here. You just need to write. <laughs> Number one, you know, you know, many gossip. They love it. They love it. If you didn't like it, you wouldn't do it. If you hated it, you would do it. Love it. Number two, idleness. You saw those scriptures. It had the word idle in it. Many of those passages had the word idle that we've already. Uh, read. And in most of those passages, you saw idle, 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 idle. You saw that word? That's the, uh, idle. Too much time on your hands create gossip. Number three, people gossip out of envy and jealousy. You'd be surprised how people will talk behind somebody's back because they're actually envious of them or they're jealous of them. Maybe of the way they sing, the way they look, or their skills, or the way they, or their positions, or, or maybe they have something that you would like to have, and instead of being thankful for what God is doing in the lives of others, you whisper behind their backs out of envy and jealousy. You know why many gossip? Because they're just downright nosy. No, got a nose problem. Just love finding out the end stuff. Number five, you know why many gossip? It's a cover-up. It's a cover-up. What do you mean? Your own personal issues are left unresolved as long as you stay in someone else's business. You see what I'm saying? Long as I can stay in somebody else's business, long as I can talk about what everybody else has done, I never get to the issue of my family and myself. There are so many issues wrong with me, but to, but to cover that up and not deal with my issues, I'd rather talk about what's going on with you. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy, yet even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.